welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. Well, in last week's podcast, you might remember I spoke to Charlie Spedding, and I found that really interesting. I've been thinking about it quite a lot um, since about um, diet and and what we should should really have. I think my overall conclusion was that uh, you know for athletes or for people who are running, um, a certain amount of carbohydrates is not going to do you any harm. But what I really my real take home message was about the the low fat diet and the fact that you know all my life I had um, been uh, consuming a low-fat diet um, and uh, that really didn't do me any favours. Um, I think that I had a lot of illness as a result because I don't think my body was able to you know, make you know, things that were required to fight inf- infections as well as it might have been with a, a higher percentage of fat in my diet. And you no, know, as I said, I, I, have, I did try that really low-fat, low, uh, sorry, low-carb, uh, high-fat diet for a while. Uh, I've, I've had it quite, quite intensive to, to sort of to do that it was it's quite a lot of work but it's still I think that it was um I mean it showed, showed, I didn't get ill that was a very interesting thing and it was a very very stressful time in my life so um I thought that was a, a success as it were um but since then and I started to um you know incorporate carbohydrate back back into my diet I still really haven't suffered so much illness um I think that for me personally I, I do need a little bit of carbohydrate for um sports and you know for for the running for general life, really, but um, I think that you can you can survive on a um, you know almost like a almost no carbohydrate diet if if necessary. But I'm not sure that necessarily that's a, that's a good um, thing for athletes because we are burning off that um, carbohydrate. But I think what Charlie said is that you can't outrun uh, a bad diet, and I think that's abs- absolutely true. You know you have to think carefully about what you're eating. And I think that the other message which he was saying was um, try to avoid processed food. So. I'm going to try like a whole week, um, well not right now because I'm still working and busy and stuff, but I'm going to try maybe um, after Christmas or something like that, try a whole week of food which only I've cooked myself, that I know exactly what's gone into it. You know, it doesn't mean I won't be baking some cakes and stuff for the kids and that, but I, I want to try and see, you know, how difficult is it to just eat um, unprocessed food, a food that you've, you've made yourself. I suspect it'll be a bit of a challenge. It may be a little bit too time-consuming to do all the time, but I think that's an interesting um, challenge. Maybe you want to take up that challenge too. So, um, yeah, this this week's episode is a little bit different. Um, I've you know, if we go from one Charlie to another. Um, this time, uh, Charlie is called Charlie Slack, and uh, he's only seven years old, so he hasn't run any marathons. In fact, he's um, not run uh, probably as uh, nearly as many miles as um, you know most of us have. But he has run a lot of miles since um, the lockdown started uh, for COVID nineteen back in March, and um, he decided to run one mile a day. Uh, for, to raise money for charity um, from um, from March uh, until Christmas time, and and he's done that every single day he's run. And I, I was um, I was this story was uh, brought to my attention by my friend Beth. So big thanks to her. Um, and I contacted the family and said, you know, would you mind um, if I interviewed you? And so I was really delighted when um, the um, the mum replied to me. Um, her name's Alex, and as she um, you know, said, I could I could I could have a little interview with with um, with Charlie. So in the end, it was Charlie and his dad Tim who came on the interview. Um, one one thing I really want to stress though is that. 
this this um, running was Charlie's idea. I asked him about his running, but um, it was Charlie's idea. Charlie pushed this whole thing. Charlie was the one who wanted to run a mile a day for charity. And um, if you head over to um, Virgin Money, um, uh, Charlie Slack COVID Mile, I think it's something like that. I'll put I'll try and put a link on my uh, Maggie's Running podcast.blogspot.com and, and you can and find it there but um, it was Charlie's idea and he wanted to raise some money for this, these charities and the charities um, are there, they're Young Minds um, Alex's Wish and Meningitis um, Research I think it's called um, so these three three char- charities that he's raising money for and he's done just a brilliant job, he's, he's raised um, over £3,000 now if you include the gift aid and um, it's, it's absolutely staggering so please, please um, be generous and go over to that um, Virgin Money page and, and donate some money for, for his um, for those causes, but um, yeah, now I, um, I'm going to uh, let you listen to the interview because I, th- I think it's quite fun and I'll comment on it um, at the end as well. Yeah, I apologise that the sound quality isn't perfect um, all the way through. The, it was just done by Zoom call, so yeah, depending on how close the guys were to the microphone, how well it picked them up. But uh, I think you can hear enough, and and uh, I hope that it's okay. So um, yeah, enjoy it. <music> I'm joined today by uh, Charlie Slack and his dad, Tim. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Hello. So, Charlie, you are running a mile a day, is that right? Yes. And, and why? Why did you decide to run a mile a day? Um, I decided to run a day to help charities and build money so we can find out cures. And what are, do you remember what the charities are that you're you're um, raising money for? Alex's Wish, Meningitis UK, and um, yeah. Young Minds. Yeah, Young Minds. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that because I thought, oh, your mum had said that running was very good for your mind. Is that? Have you found? Do, do you like running? Yeah. <laughs> it's been really good for you, hasn't it? And how old are you? Seven. You're seven. Was, you were six when you started. It, and I was still doing it when I was six. You started doing it when you were six and you were nine. And I still did it on my birthday. Did you? Wow. You've done it every day, haven't you? I've run over 200 miles. I've raised over 2,000 pounds. I know. I had a look today. Actually, you know, I mean, you've raised more than two thousand pounds, but you've very nearly raised three thousand pounds with the gift aid money as well. This is incredible because you set out to raise two pounds a day. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. We, want, we tried to raise because we tried to raise about five hundred and sixty-six pounds, five hundred and seventy pounds. That was originally the target because we thought two pounds a day was a reasonable amount of money to try and achieve. But you've been we've been very well supported, hasn't it, Charlie? Yes. Now tell me, why did you choose um, meningitis um, as one of your charities? Because I had meningitis when I was a baby and I nearly died from it. So that's really a serious disease, isn't it? And they looked after you in hospital, yeah? I stayed in the hospital for a month. Yeah, a month and Mummy and Dad had to stay with you because you were in the uh, neonatal intensive care unit, weren't you, for a month? I can only imagine how difficult that was. Um, well, for you as parents, uh, my my um, youngest son is actually eight years old, and he was um, born five weeks early, and he had to spend those first um, the first week. Actually, it wasn't very long; it was only one week. It just sat, felt it felt like a prison sentence being stuck there for even one week, and it and it's very worrying for the parents. I think. I mean, luckily he wasn't. He was just 
early so it wasn't really a big problem but I just imagine that it must have been very very stressful for you and and, and Tim yeah. tell me did, did you um presumably you run anyway is that is that right yeah I've done a bit of running in the past my I had a, a knee injury a few years ago but my last big run was well my one and only marathon was a London marathon which was in 2012 so but up until that point I'd never really run more than 5k and somebody talked me into doing it um which was, which was for Loros at the time. Um, because I've always played football and stuff, so I've always been quite fit, I guess, but I've never done long-distance running. And I targeted to do under four and a half hours. And uh, the day before, well, the week before, I was on a business trip. And then on the Saturday, I had food poisoning from the business trip. And I decided to run on the Sunday, so I still ran. And Alex was uh, pregnant with Charlie, so she was eight months pregnant with Charlie because it was April and he was born in May. And um, so, yeah, so she was she was jumping on and on the tube going around London uh, and I ran it. I did it in 4.50, which was pretty good considering. Oh, yeah. The state, state yeah, I was yeah, in the day before, yeah. But um, since then, and then I had a knee op, so I kind of do 10Ks. And I, I last, in, during the lockdown, I tried to get myself up to half marathon distance again. So, Char- Charlie, um, you're, you're running one mile each day. Is that right? Yeah, but I saw, I think I saw one of your days. You've done three miles, so you've you've done more than one mile some days. When we first started running, we were really enthusiastic, and we were just going out and enjoying it, and we were having a few photo stops and things. And then we went down to Cornwall, and there's a a track from Damer Bay to Poles F, and so we run along the cliff top, and it's beautiful, and um, and it's quite windy. Not quite, but yeah, it was windy and rainy. But because it's not familiar to him, he kind of knows his mile around here. So I managed to squeeze three out of him. So yeah, he did it. He's quite, yeah, he's more than capable of doing it. He can do it. He's pretty good. Yeah, I but, think uh, it's incredible. I mean, I say I, I, I my, my children, um, I've dragged them out to run like a, a mile loop. There's a, almost like a mile loop around where we are. But they're, they're so resistant. I mean, they can do it. They're quite capable. But I couldn't get them out every day. So, Charlie, you've done an amazing job getting out every day. I, I don't like running in the rain. Has it been raining on any days when you've been running? Mm-hmm. Do you mind running yes. in the rain? Sometimes. Sometimes no, if it's really chucking it <laughs> We just go and get it done, don't we? Like, nearly first in the morning or after school. Yeah. We have this thing where if he's not really feeling up for it, we just go, let's just go and get it done, don't we? Yeah. And we go and get it done. It's not as enjoyable as it normally is, is it? But you still get out there and do it. I do like some miles at school, and I'm going to do a mile at school with the whole, well, about, I think, the whole school, which is there are seven classes. Yeah. The next week is your 300th mile, isn't it? Yeah. So if, you do, if I think it gets into Tuesday, and then he's doing 300 miles on Tuesday. So maybe that time. And then on Tuesday, we're doing. Um, that we've worked with the headmaster. I think ITV might be coming as well. Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah, I think he's it's going really to do three, 300th mile, which is a big milestone for you, isn't it, Charlie? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. I remember when I was um, at infant school, uh, they had a sponsored walk, and I just remember running round and round and round the field, but that was just one day. But you've been doing this now, you must have been about 250 days, something like that. Is that right? Yeah. It's 251 days today. Yesterday was your... My target is 
how how long to go it up to is about um it's about up to Christmas Eve. Yeah. Do you know how many days you'll have run on Christmas Eve? It's about thirty not thirty nine twenty nine days until Christmas. So yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, there'll be you'll have done two hundred and seventy nine days by the time we get to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we planned we planned to do a run around the village, haven't we? Mummy's done some some flyers to put through people's doors so they can come out and support you. And then the pub are doing mince pies and uh, mulled wine, providing that Boris says we can, because we're in tier three now. So. Oh dear. Yeah. Are you in Leicestershire? Yeah. 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 yeah it's, you can't basically do anything. You're pretty much locked down, aren't you? So. We can get out and run, can't you? That's yeah. what we can do. We can get out and run, can't we? Well, you know what? Um, you, you, one of the charities you're um, running for is Young Minds, but actually running is very good for your brain. And I'm very interested that you've managed to get the whole school running. There's um, some evidence to show that children that run, they do better in their exams. So, so Charlie, yeah. you should be doing brilliant at school now. He does that? actually. In, uh, in actual fact, there's, um, he, he, I wouldn't say he struggled at school, but his, his school report wasn't full of green ticks. And um, but this term, since so bearing in mind they've been off for six months, but then since they've been back and he's been running every day, he's doing really well at spelling. He's he's mastered his times some of his times tables, haven't you? And the teachers teachers said you've really come on. I think it's I think most I think some of it's due due to his running because you kind of get we take the dog in sometimes and it's quite just kind of it's that release, especially when you've been locked up all day. So um so what what sort of dog do you have that you run with? Golden Doodle. Oh, very, very nice, yeah. Yeah, she likes to come on a run. She went for a four-mile run with me today. She literally goes boom like a dart when she sees the dog. She's very quick, isn't she? <laughs> I tried racing her and she was about, like, um, against Freddy and um, she she nearly beats him by an inch. And Freddy's oh, one of the quickest. Yeah. My quickest mile is eight minutes and... 49 seconds. Wow. So um, one of your other charities there is um, Alex's Wish. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, about that? Because that was quite interesting too. So Alex is a, is a little boy that lives quite close to us. And he's got um, Duchenne, hasn't he? And that's um, a, a really quite horrible disease. Um, yeah, it's a muscle-wasting disease. And yeah, generally, children don't live till their early 20s. Um, and it's more prevalent in boys than it is in girls. Um, and his mummy's trying really hard to try and find a cure. And as with most charities at this moment in time, a lot of their fundraising relies on um, events. And of course, they've not been able to do any events at all. So it's meant that, you know, people like Charlie getting out and doing stuff is really good. Makes a really good, big difference, doesn't it? And there's some really interesting, I don't know if you know, but I'm, I'm a scientist, so I'm really interested in the research. So I, I saw that there was some interesting gene therapy going on in um, research into, into that yeah. um, muscle-wasting disease, and hopefully that, that will be successful. It looked very Yeah, quite, quite a lot of the projects have had to be stopped at the moment because I work in research myself, and um, it's like I don't work for Alec on the Duchenne thing, but I work in food, but... Um, but yeah, a lot of the research stuff has to stop because there's just we don't have the people. People just can't do stuff. They can't go around and do stuff. 
So when, when, what's going to happen when you get to Christmas? What's going to happen Christmas Day? Are you going to be running on Christmas Day or is it going to be all about eating that turkey and um, opening presents? It's all about eating mince pies. Mince pies. Oh. So 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, we've told everybody that you're going to run your mile, your last mile, the, co- the last COVID mile, even though COVID will probably go on until the new year. So we've, we've told everyone in the street, the pub's going to do mulled wine and they're going to do mince pies. We've got a route planned, so we've told everyone which route we're going to run on, and then anyone that wants to run with us can do. Mummy, mummy will come with us. We'll be a family affair, and then everybody that um, that runs with us will be able to do so. So, does mummy run as well, or normally, or does no. she? She's not a runner. No, she does, she does other exercises, but she's not a runner. So, uh, but she has been out running with you. We we do split it, so um, mummy does run with you, doesn't she? So yeah, so uh, I we we basically split it really. We've probably done half and half. Um, so Charlie, do you think you'll you'll carry on running when you're um, older, or is this is this it? Do you th- you, you like it? Don't you? I saw that you had um, been running when you um, felt ill with tummy pains, and that you had still run when you dropped a chair on your foot. So. I think that's that's pretty good. I mean, I, I sometimes I don't feel like running, and I do a lot of running. So um, I haven't run every day like you have. So it's it's really good. Very proud of you, aren't we? Yeah, you should be. I must, really I must, I must admit, when we first when we first did it, I did say to Alex, you know, maybe we should do on average a mile a day, because then at least it gives you a break, you know, because you kind of have that respite where if there's a day that you don't want to do it, you can make the mileage up effect, mile up effectively. But you wanted to do it every day, didn't you? Yeah. So that's what we did. Yeah, he must be pretty fit, though. I mean, really, running, it's a long way. For, I know, I mean, I've, so I've got kids, I know. It's a long way for a boy of that age. It's really brilliant. It's, yeah. uh, so he must be dead, dead fit. It's yeah. funny, actually, because when we first started running, he couldn't quite do the mile and he would run familiar routes and he'd get to a point where he knew he could have a break. So it was like, I don't know, the entrance of someone's got a driveway or whatever. And then he'd be like, daddy, can we just, you know, wait a minute. So I started to mix all the routes up. So it was never the same. You were never at the same point. Um, yeah. So we like to freshen our routes up and do different runs, don't we? And, um, yes, I do. And also it then breaks that monotony of you get to that point where you think, where your body's thinking, oh, maybe I should stop now. So, but when you lose that familiarization, then it just encourages you to just run a little bit further. So, um, and you you don't stop at all. In fact, you you yeah, I struggle to keep up with you sometimes, don't I? Because I always sprint in my toes. Yeah, you were a lot quicker than me tonight. I went for a four mile run and then came back and did my mile with you, and then it was like, <laughs> really didn't I really didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah right at the house by right. then and I literally was inside like that like in a click of the lights yeah. do you have you ever done the junior park run no we haven't done the junior park run have we no we probably should do run for is the junior one a mile or is it three it's two kilometers we should probably try that I don't know if there is I think there's quite a few park runs near us I don't know if they do a junior one though Love, there's one in Loughborough there's one in Leicester they're normally on Sunday morning um, I think yeah. nine o'clock so um, yeah, it's quite fun. Oh well, that, that's really great, and 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 I, I think you should, yeah, definitely should be really really proud of um of of all you've done there. It's it's, it's pretty amazing, 
and and I and I suspect that as it approaches Christmas and people hear about it more, then you're going to get a whole load more money coming in. I really hope so because I think they're really interesting projects to be working on. The research that those guys are doing, meningitis and the Duchenne, um, is 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 really impressive. As yeah. we know, it's running is so good for your for your mental health too. So. I think yeah. it's, a, it's a great choice of charities and, and no, yeah, well done <laughs> as well. I can yeah. say. Thank you. It's very kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> any final, any final thoughts on running, Charlie? Um, oh, there you go. There's a commitment. What did he say? That, he said he might do it until COVID's over. So that, <laughs> would take him, that would then take you to March, which is only another three months, which isn't long. And then you could say you've done it for a whole year. Right. Well, um, th thank you. Thank you so much for your, for no your time. It's really interesting um, what you're doing. And um, yeah, it just reminds me, you know, I've, I, I, when I was that age and I just, I really like just running. Well, thank you. It's been lovely to chat with you. Good luck with your running. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I found that uh, really inspiring. Um, I think that... Um, Sometimes I don't want to go out running because it's cold and wet, especially now. Um, it makes me remember when I read the book called um, Feet in the Clouds. And I, and I, and I was up in Scotland and, and it was cold and bleak outside. And I was like, why am I sitting inside? Um, I should be out there. I should be out running. Other people could do it. Why am I such a wimp, you know, staying inside? Um, and I felt a bit like that talking to Charlie there because, you know, he's been out doing one mile every day and I know it may not sound that much for some people who may be running like 10k or further each day but for a seven-year-old boy to be going out in the cold and wet every day well not necessarily it's always cold and wet but it has been these last few weeks it's been pretty horrible and he's going out and now he's done his 300th mile and really um you know it's incredible that he's done that much and as I say it was totally his idea but there were some um, take-home messages I took from that interval, uh, interview. rather. Um, one was um, for his dad, who said, um, you know, like he changed the route. He changed the route because, you know, Charlie would get to a certain point and he'd be like, can we walk from here or, or you know, can we walk a bit? Because he got to a certain point and he changed the route. So um, that kind of fooled Charlie into running a little bit further. And like when they were on holiday, he didn't know, had any idea how far he'd run. And he actually ended up running like three miles or something. So... You know, I think that that's good for us to learn too because sometimes you just run the same old, same old route and you just get kind of like complacent about it or maybe bored with it. But mixing it up a little, little bit is not such a bad idea. So, um, yeah, that was one of the things that I took home from, from that interview. Another thing was, that, you know, it's um, for running, it's kind of quite a, I don't know, in some ways I think it's a bit of a selfish sport because, you know, you, you just do it on your own. It's not like a team or something like that. Well, I mean... That's one thing I do love, actually. It is a team. If you're running something like a cross-country race with your club or a relay or something like that, then it does become a team. But a lot of things, you know, a lot of people just run a marathon or um, 10K or whatever, they enter it themselves, for themselves. But, um, you know, th th obviously, you don't have to just do it for yourself. You can run for charity. You can run for other causes. And he's very much just doing it not for himself, but for something else, something bigger than him. So I thought that that was really, um, you know, it's a really good take-home message. You know, if you can do it for somebody else, you know, in, there were, there were organisations like Good Gym, for example, where, you know, you run to somebody's house and you do them some sort of good deed, like the gardening or uh, decorating or something like that. So there's plenty of opportunities out there to sort of combine your running with something that's um, sort of a greater good, as it were. 
So uh, yeah, I think that's a that's an interesting thing to think about. Um, the last thing that I was going to say about that interview was also about um, well, probably about mental health, but also about the kids' health. Um, now, I think in a previous um, episode, I talked about a book that I'd read um, called something like Spark, and it was about the brain and about you know, how exercise really, really improves the brain. And um, exercise um, has been shown to you know, reduce anxiety. It's been shown to help with depression. It's been shown in kids to improve their scores in um, exams. And I and I see that even with my own children, um, it's just so difficult to get them out of the door. But my eldest son, for example, um, he often now has to walk um, some quite a long way actually to the train station to go to school, and it's just so good for him. I see that he's he kind of is more alert, more awake, more with it. He's more he he he, you know, he can talk to him better. A lot big improvement um, compared with just you know having to you know, just go in the car to school or something like that. So that I think there's, there's definitely you know I, I don't know it's very anecdotal that, but there in the book that that book um, Spark it really talks about it. There's like a proper study done where they got kids to run. I think it was I think it was a mile a day or something like that. It wasn't that far, and um, yeah, it's it, it really it really makes a big difference. You know, um, Charlie's activities remind me of when I was that I was that age. I was seven, and our club had um, this re- big relay race. I just think we should do this again. Some, some maybe our club can organise it, or somebody else can organise it. But it was, um, it was a hundred mile relay race between our club and some other clubs. I can't remember. I was in Cheltenham. It was probably us and Gloucester or something. I can't remember. I don't know. I was only seven. I can't remember. Um, but um, each athlete had to run one mile. And for some reason, I was chosen to do the last mile, and I was seven years old, and I, I had to run round. I just remember, I do remember it, even though I was so young. I remember running round and running as fast as I could. And my, I think my mum probably correct me, but I think I did about seven and a half minutes. I think it was pretty quick. Um, so, um, yeah, that was that's my experience. But that was just one mile in one day. I didn't do that every day. I didn't. I can't. I just can't imagine um, having done it at that age. I mean. It is so young, and it's um, and I just love the fact that that, that it's so inspiring. Um, maybe we can think of something that we can do to um, no, help people in a similar way. So please head over to his um, page, the Virgin Money page. I said I'll give a link in uh, Maggie's um, Running Podcast dot dot com. I have difficulty remembering the web website, um, but um, so you can you can give if if, if you uh, feel able. Um, also, if you um, if you like this podcast, please um, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and um, please subscribe. Tell your friends about it, share share it, whatever you can do, so that other people can get the opportunity to um, hear the podcast too. So, thanks for listening, and have a have a great week of running. Bye for now. Bye.